0: Uh uh-huh honey all the mother niggas lame and you know it now
1: when a real nigga hold you down you supposed to drown (laughs) Twice. <laughs> it's gonna come out naturally. He kicked you out
2: of your car twice.
1: He's, I'm just playing. Oh, that's oh, dumb.
2: I, up, but. my friends. Oh my god, it, so I, I was can relate. <gasps> oh my god, one time we i into such a bad argument that
3: I like literally. What did time? you say? One time. What did you say? Well, please tell me three times you've kicked him out of your car you three record. times
2: we've i've already been recording okay no so Abraham. it's amazing abraham one time pissed me off so fucking about we're going to the ethiopian soccer tournament and i was about to spark up because i didn't want to be around a bunch of Abisha people and we were like nearing the parking lot so i'll put a joint in my mouth we weren't abraham, near the
1: parking lot we we're about a mile and a half away Go whatever you know i needed i needed to smoke
2: i needed to smoke and abraham freaked out and was like hannah put that shit away Da-da-da-da. mind you he's absolutely correct right i'm driving but why because i wasn't supposed to be smoking and driving Oh, you were driving. Yeah. Oh, and so you, you were being ir- ir-
0: irresponsible. So don't talk to my sister, she had a hard day. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you?
2: What's wrong with so you? So he gets Megan? me so hot. He was like he said some he said some shit and was like he was like, Y-da-da-da-da. I was like, okay, if you would just asked me, I would have put it out. you had to start yelling, da da uh-huh. So me and him are cussing each other out and then he said something that pissed me off. He was like, Well, good luck with that or something. I don't know why it pissed me off so bad. He like gets out the car he was like, pull over. I was like, Fine, pull get the fuck out my car. He opens the door, right? He walks out the car.
1: I didn't close the door
0: he either.
2: Didn't close the car door. You're petty. <laughs> Yo, That's what we
1: Clutch, me- clutch move. Like when you
0: get out of someone. My anger. You gotta leave it open. Oh, like, you but, can't. but you miss. don't know. Slam feels good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you leave it open, that means they have to get out of I there. I see what you're talking
2: about by this yelling thing. I get it. Yes. No. 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 So I had to slam the door. Right. I closed the door, and I was like, "Cool. I'm just going to drive to the other." I time heard it. a skirt. <laughs> and then me, I just all of a sudden got Buddy. so angry, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm about to just pull up on him." So I pull up, skirt the car in front of him, stop the Is car. This on the freeway? No, da- no,
1: no. We were no. Uh, we just in got a the residential freeway. neighborhood, residential. Yeah. But it's like renting, so everyone sees. You the know, She skirts up one block, waits for me, walks. Up with the keys in her hand, broad daylight. <laughs> and she, I think, correct what? me if I'm wrong, she she has the keys in her hand. Hands above her head is like, What the fuck? You don't even motherfucking know me. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> like, we haven't been siblings. siblings? I was Wait, like, you I was like, like, he
3: doesn't know you. How long l- have you known you? He right, uh, she- uh, about the 21
2: moment, years. A- Remember, 22. 10
1: years old is when I got consciousness. So I kind of know. Which is a lot right. later
2: than the average human being. But then what
1: happened, Hannah? Go ahead.
2: So I just screamed at him and I was like, Fuck you, my nigga. I was like, You don't know the fuck you're fucking with. Like, we aren't siblings. I was, no, Tay, I don't get mad at that. You don't like know that. who you're fucking with. You know, I don't get mad like that. With You know how angry I get already? Like, I have a bad temper in us." problem with authority. But Abraham, like, literally pissed me off so fucking badly that I thought I was going to kill him that day. And nobody can piss you off like your sibling does. Fact. Yeah, Like, yeah. And we Fact. haven't fought... We don't fight like that anymore. Like, we were, like, no. 13 or whatever. Me that was and Abraham, back in the
1: day shit. Like, I...
2: Yeah, When I was 13, me and Abraham got into, like, the last physical altercation we had. And I remember, like, hitting him really hard to the point where he was impressed. <laughs> and that was the day we stopped fighting. Like, Honestly, together.
1: yes. Shout out to our Lake City home. I remember this like none other. I don't know what happened there, no. but she came at me in the living room. She, you got to take two steps so again bad. to our living room. She went, stomp, stomp. stomp. <laughs> got in my face. <laughs>
3: She's so dramatic.
1: She is. But this is the thing, though. In my heart of hearts, I feel like she was right, regardless of anything. Because I'm the big brother. Whatever your little sibling says, I'm in her face. She's in mine. My brother never followed that philosophy. <laughs> <at>
0: <laughs> I,
3: mine either. Mine i was... <laughs> oh, so you guys Well, actually, too? yeah, but I'm the oldest, actually, so I guess that okay. Make
0: sense. Oh, you're the oldest. Yeah, I'm the oldest. Oh, yeah, yo, you can't square up with your younger siblings
3: I definitely did because As- <laughs> he was testing me. He was. is a younger brother, so he, I guess he thought he was like macho or something. Oh. But I did was he also... ever try
0: to pull that shit of like, oh, I got to protect you, kind of things? Even though no. he was like smaller.
3: and Kyrie's like that though. Yeah, I have a. Yeah, he's like that, but. Like my brother was just hella like verbally rude. Like he was just hella what? fucking rude. And I was. I'm why way are you saying sensitive. what? Like you don't know what
2: the fuck. Like, I Listen, I'm hella. Life.
3: I'm hella sensitive. And like I fighting. I've never been in a fight. The only time I <laughs> ever like, got in a fight. Wait, 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 a wait. wait. You never got into i I've philosophy. never had so physical altercation besides the one time I punched my brother in the nose. That was it. Shout out. Right. Good shit. Well, and that's why I about... know I can hit, but he. Other than that, I go in my room and I cry. And like I said, until this day, he's just like, <laughs> remember when you used to go in your room and cry and shake your leg? And I'm
2: like, shake your oh. leg. That's like a mental T- break. T- like, T- I don't T- know if you T- should joke good. about that. He T- is so good for a good shaking of the right leg when she's fucking really pissed. Oh, <laughs> oh, absolutely. You, <laughs> oh,
0: it's like your like old grandma. Like like, you, oh. Yeah, where you yeah. vibrate your leg. I do that a lot. I didn't know that was stress related. Oh, hell
3: yeah. Absolutely. So I do
0: that all the time. It just like calms me, even if I'm not stressed. And people look at me like, are you, is People are like, calm down.
3: And I'm like, I just built up like anger. It's coming out in other ways but Chris why are you
1: so mad they brought me the wrong side dish or, oh, they're <laughs> gonna get it
0: <laughs> gonna kill these niggas. I mean, there, there was one time where, uh, cause yo, shout outs to Olive Garden growing up uh in a, in a small town in Florida. Olive Garden was, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you
1: can't
2: bring sorry. me to nice places. Sorry. You like, you like the breadsticks? Is that your thing?
0: <laughs> no, I just, I grew up in Lakeland, Florida and there's nothing good there. So like shout out, ab, shout like up. Olive Garden was like top Florida. shelf. You
2: can tell you're in a really weird fucking part of the United States when there's an Olive Garden. Like there's just none in Seattle. There's no red lobsters, nothing. Olive, shout out to Tacoma. Olive <laughs> Garden out.
0: was like to show how little little our options was in Lakeland, Florida, uh, Olive Garden was the place where it's like, oh, we just finished going to church. Let's go to Olive Garden.
3: Oh. oh. Yeah. Like a good I Sunday. feel you, though. That's not wrong. It's not wrong, because no. that used to be me. Too. We used to go to Olive Garden for, like, birthdays. Like, yeah. Olive Garden was like, wow, we're going to Olive Garden. Let's get dressed up. Or
0: if you took someone to Olive Garden, it was like, yo, this, this is good Have any real... of you guys been to
2: the Applebee's, like, you know how they did the $1 margaritas? I've did been any... drunk
0: before, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I've never been to Applebee's in my life. What? Yeah, that's I, some Seattle shit. Every
3: time somebody from Seattle, I've never been to chain restaurants. I only go to local yeah. restaurants. Like that's some
2: Seattle shit. Does dicks count? Yeah, you're right. I guess you're right. Corral. I like local. I like oh. my I'm so sorry for eating locally. My God. You're right. Yeah. Well, um, welcome to Say Less. Hey. Say oh. Less! Hey. Season two. Um, we have some very special guests today. We have my big brother Abraham Tadesse. Thank up, you for so?
0: having me. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was not good him. to be here. Okay, well, Abraham is a up and coming comedian in Seattle. He uh, started doing comedy in his college years at Evergreen, and now works with a bunch of comedians on the sketch show that should be coming out in about March. And he started about five years ago. And You're now he a does sketch show. Yes, <laughs> <It's> with Alyssa. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Yes. Wait, what? No, we did that back in the day. This was old.
2: This new sketch show that's what the fucking happened.
1: Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's coming out in March. Whoops, almost forgot. Yep, like all March right. 30th or something yeah. like that. Yep. Roughly. Cool, it's, yeah. it's in the making. It okay. is in the making.
2: So you didn't know about this? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Solo project. <laughs> not at all. Warning, they are not a team, obviously. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they did start Soup Kings together in June of last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Roughly. Roughly around June, around. July is when we sat down with that I, phone. I actually don't remember when we started it. That's all right, baby.
2: <laughs> it's okay. And Chris... Chris is a regular at Seattle Underground, That's right. and is a very in demand comedy, po- comedy underground. Yeah. Sorry, and is a very in demand and popular comedian who does oh. lots of side gigs That's and right. often travels to Portland. Am I right? Yeah, for Portland,
0: comedy? Bellingham, uh, Tacoma, Olympia, Gang Gang. gang, gang. <laughs> yeah, Tacoma. It's gang Gang Gang. outs to uh, Schoolboy Q. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the was- one time
3: he referenced uh, Tacoma <laughs> yeah, on that song. Yeah, yeah exactly. That <laughs> I don't think time. he was talking about us, but yeah. Well other no, Tacoma no, is he, was, he was definitely yeah he, he used to. to live
1: in Tacoma right, right? yo producer you're, yeah
0: no he right? well? used to I, I rap geniused it I looked it up <laughs> and it was Tacoma Washington yes alright
3: then you're right I stand corrected you're right you're right Fair wait enough. which one
1: is he mentioning
3: was he mentioning us? because he
1: was on drugs used, there, right? Yeah, he used to sell like
3: that. I don't, don't know I his like Zillow history. <laughs>
1: history. All I know is, is that he referenced <laughs> it and then I Googled Point
0: it. Point of the
3: matter, you do comedy <laughs> in Tacoma. Yes, <laughs> right? Yes. That was
0: like yeah. full circle. Here. Yeah, full, full circle, but I've done shows there, yes. Uh, yeah, I do shows all around. Uh, just trying to, I went out to Idaho last year. Wow. Uh, and was it scary? It was, um, no, it kind of reminded me of Florida a lot, actually.
2: So, so did you scary. have a scary childhood?
0: <laughs> no, I had a very uh I had a very Uncle Tom childhood, I guess. Break that down. Uh,
2: yeah, please. I'm going to need yeah, dissection. <laughs> uh so
0: basically like like for example, uh, You're in a safe place by the seeing, way. seeing like people wearing shirts with the Confederate flag on it was very regular for me, so it didn't really phase me seeing mm. that. I mean, don't get me wrong, if I saw someone wearing a Confederate flag shirt, I still assumed they were racist. But like valid. in my That's hometown, yeah, it's yeah. like it's not Yeah. It's like it's assumptuous but also at the same time is it wrong?
3: what well they're wearing a confederate flags. So exactly I think, yeah so it's safe
0: to yeah. say that they're yeah yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah i think it's kind of like just like saying i'm a racist you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah it's nice
1: to know where people are she's like oh so like, I don't all
3: have lives to talk matter to on my shirt right. like right. you yeah. say a
2: lot of things of the confederate flag uh, exactly
0: but it'll be common in my hometown where you would see a truck driving down and has like a giant confederate flag uh thing on on its back but they're blaring like Lil Wayne. And it was just like
1: a weird... That's a fuck.
3: Right. But the thing is, I feel like that's normal for people. Yeah, yeah. I like
2: they, they're like, my artists are black, but I wouldn't want my... God, I wouldn't want them no. bring one home like, to I me or anything. I refer them on the That'd basketball and the football yeah, field. Yeah, yeah, I'm an NBA yeah,
1: yeah. owner, you know? But right. I don't... Absolutely. Oh my God.
2: But black
3: people having a real job? I would hate if my daughter brought the humanity, one back. No way, I'm
1: sorry, you're a Negro in your middle management?
3: Wow. <laughs>
1: Whoa, someone <laughs> called the Cubs. Okay, if you can find a white person wearing a Confederate flag and they say Negro... <laughs> I will give you forty dollars if I if I see that out loud.
3: Why I Why was
0: scream, that? Ya-zi.
2: Why was forty the number?
0: Uh, because I felt like
1: <laughs> I felt like that
0: was enough money as a motivation.
2: That's ex- yeah, that's pretty but much. But it doesn't you break can do the that bank, for free? right?
3: Five <laughs> would have been good for me, but yeah.
0: actually, yeah, you know, I take that back. Uh, All right, four dollars and like a token.
3: A
2: token.
0: Yeah. A token.
3: Where have been your favorite places to do a show?
1: Wow. Mm. Okay. I think my favorite place to do just like do open mics would have to be. I the rendezvous mm-hmm. which is kind of like Ooh. a bar venue because they have different shows there like you know shout out to the comedy nest which is a female focus but not female like only room mm-hmm. like it's wow. a very feminist room and it's awesome i love that place they always have out of towners coming through one of the best places to see bad comedy and good comedy collide is open mics and where you see that the most is chris back me up here you don't have to, but is the comedy <laughs> Seattle comedy underground. We mm. have a lot of people coming from out of town and local folks doing fantastic comedy. And then you have assholes that come through maybe from Bremerton or just up the street <laughs> just talking about the dumbest shit. It's the I mean, what happened last there was four or five guys in a row just having the mic in their hand and when you're on stage you're supposed to have it, so it's like we're doing now. It's right in front of you. People can hear you clearly. Mm-hmm. But several folks just, like, wavered it in front of their mouth, like, hey, what's up? What's this little pickle in my hand? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Trump is great. What's up with y'all? I hate broads. Y'all cool? All right, dig it, PC police out here. Tootles, Like, it, it's... So, toodles? So, so, toodles, Quarter? yeah. Okay, cool. 100%. And it's... I love going to those open mics. Um, yeah.
2: What about you, Chris? What is your favorite place to perform so far?
0: Uh... I would say best show I've done actually was Idaho. Uh, wow. so oh, my fucking God. So basi- oh, yeah. I keep slamming on the table. Sorry. <laughs> right. I'm just going to put my hands in my pockets. <laughs> I'm just, just going to do that. Uh, no. So I went to I- College of Idaho because the guy who was basically like my mentor in Florida, uh, comedy wise, he was doing a show out there. And he was wow. like, hey, I can't pay you. But if you want to come up and we catch up and, you know, you open up for me, would you be down to do that? And I was like, yeah, of course. So I drove out there. And it was, like, a really small college where it was, like, maybe 500 students total. And they all live on campus. And the I whole guess, college
3: was 500 students. Yeah. Wow. It
0: was super small and obviously in the middle of nowhere. It was in Cad- Caldwell, Idaho. Mm-hmm. You've and never heard of it? There was this weird thing where, like, they had – it was an event on campus where it started as a mixer and then it was going to be the comedy show, but they had alcohol and just – all of the students were just like hammered out of their minds. underage
1: kids too like no like oh, I'm, okay. i mean i'm
0: assuming they were all <laughs> oh, of age but they were all like hammered and it was just like they were so like hyped and like it was a hot crowd and it was wow. a lot of fun that's dope man. uh that was the most fun show i've done recently uh and then i guess open mics wise underground's a lot of fun yeah uh, Jai Tai if it's packed on a friday is a lot of fun
1: yeah i love i love it when there's kind of like a uh, everybody in that like the comedy communities around each other and whatnot and then you get some assholes that are either doing comedy or some assholes that are trying to heckle and then Mm -hmm. as like one organism we're like shut the fuck up get the fuck out of you ain't shit motherfucker get the fuck out it's 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 a beautiful thing to see and to witness and to be a part of really because we're a community
2: Wow. I'm kind of surprised you didn't say New York because I know that you, obviously being my sibling, uh, yeah. I know you moved to New York for a year and came back oh, hey, man, you to went Seattle. To New York?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I tell people a lot because I had to come right back. No, no but, I, I tell people that's, all. The time. That's the beauty.
2: But that's the beauty of all this is because you're you're doing so well here in Seattle, <laughs> <Yeah>. right?
1: <laughs> it's okay to laugh, bro. It Failure is, happens. It in people's
0: lives all the time. You do feel forward,
3: nice. right? Feel forward. We have yes. whole thing about it. Yes. <laughs>
0: oh, is that like the motto? Because we let
2: everyone something? will feel I mean, we had a, like, <laughs> yeah, inevitably talk at some about point. It later. It's, uh, yes,
3: it's a whole ass I feel like thing. there's a problem when your motto becomes fail forward, you know, yeah. like that, yeah. that's a culture that I just. Like let me
2: in my major. Right okay. like, how about yeah. that. let me in the classes you I ahead. think
1: yeah it's healthy to you know fail because you know where your shortcomings are at least in that moment of time to no. be completely honest and yeah New York taught me a lot about that
3: can you talk a little bit more about that
1: yeah when I, I think Chris maybe you can attest to this but yeah like, I missed you a lot while you were gone I cried when <laughs> I wasn't near you I, like, I, when it, okay. I called you on mm-hmm. FaceTime every night and you never answered first of all you know I don't have
0: was this the first iPhone. time
3: you were all experiencing long distance relationships yeah <laughs> was,
0: it was it
1: was really hard hey, it was really hard you, it, we'll talk after this but like <laughs> you know I called you back every night oh uh, you never called me back okay. three hours ahead You called
0: yourself. back
2: anyways about the experience <sighs> of being life. in New York <laughs> I would like to know more about how it was like performing there what it, what the differences are like between there and Seattle of and, course you know, uh, and what, what brought you back yeah what brought you back
1: Uh, I can answer that last one money <laughs> I went <laughs> over there with like a little over $2,000 and I slept on someone's couch for about six to seven months wow. which shout out to them Brian Levy Uh and Gabe Smith. Thank you. (laughs) Thank y'all for letting me sleep on the couch. He must have really meant a lot to you. (laughs) He hundred percent did. And he's great guy. Um here in Seattle, you have ample opportunity to perform anywhere Mm -hmm. and to get up and like be successful in a short amount of time. Seattle will let you have that if you have the hustle for it. Uh Mm -hmm. again, Chris can attest to that. Um like we've seen plenty of people who are new who have ample like talent that can get up. They don't have to go through the politics of being buddy-buddy with someone. If you're good, Mm -hmm. you will get a chance, guaranteed.
2: Excuse
1: you. (laughs) In New York, it's a little more troublesome due to the fact that comedy is so spread out. Mm -hmm. And there is amazing comedy there, 100%. Even from the small mics, everyone is talented because New York, Mm -hmm. just like L.A., is a huge hub for talented individuals. It's like one of the two meccas of comedy. Wow. the right. first
3: comedy show i ever went to was in new york where'd you go <laughs> that's a great question it was in, Time- <laughs> <laughs> it was in Times square <laughs> Time Square. i walked by and we were like what are we gonna do tonight mm, comedy show let's go
1: was it like the comedy like what yeah was it was like a name? legit place
0: or was it was it? legit and okay.
3: it was yellow on the outside oh, that, okay. and yeah it was yeah. We, loud for fun right oh, and then that we walked one. down yeah 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 like, yeah yeah you know we walked down yeah, into for like sure. the basement
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i'm pretty sure no, Comedy sellers. No,
1: comedy seller is white. Comedy sellers.
0: It was not, not
3: white people. It was a lot of black people. On oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <really>? oh <my> <laughs> <God>.
1: <laughs> no, good clarification. <laughs> Just, yeah, Just to
3: clarify the crowd. Um, it was great. I almost cried laughing. So it was great.
1: See, that's the beauty of comedy. And you can find the same thing here in Seattle. But in New York, you really come in there like, uh, like a rough rock. You know, mm-hmm. you can be like, yo, I'm the biggest rock here in Denver or Seattle, and whatnot. But once you go to New York, you really get polished when it comes to your comedy, no matter how long you stay there. For a weekend or two New York humbles
0: years, you really quick. It fucking does. Like, it, yeah, you could be hot no. shit where you at, but then you come to New York, and like, mm-hmm. no matter how good you were in your original
1: scene, no one's going to care about you. No one gives a fuck. It doesn't matter if you did it for five days or five years. it will be like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Hmm. Prove yourself to me over months of time, and then maybe you can get a
3: show. That's so interesting, like talking about staying in Seattle and how... If you hustle, you work hard, mm-hmm. you can do something. And Chris, I know that you almost moved to Chicago right? Yeah, and decided was... to stay. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: So that was like the plan for like a long time because I always up until recently, I always felt very and I still kind of do feel like out of place here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe it's just because 90 8% of the people I know here are white. Right. Uh, but, I mean, also it's Seattle, so, like, that's also the demographics of Seattle. Uh, but, yeah, that was the move for the longest time because I wanted to go there because it was a good, like, what we can what we call, like, an incubator scene where you go there mm-hmm. to get really good. But there's not necessarily, like, a lot of industry there. So if you don't do well, it's not going to, like, ruin your career or anything like that. And then from there you go to, like, a New York or a L.A. Mm-hmm. And I basically backed out of it because – Like things were really starting to pop here. And it kind of felt like all of my hard work was finally paying off here. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I left Florida to come here, a lot of the people I started off with are like like started getting big opportunities and like we're doing this and doing that and like really started to pop off. And I felt like they like people who either started at the same time as me or started after me there in Florida, like lapped me like they passed me uh, way ahead and I think it was because like when I moved here it was very the comedy that people like here is very different to what mm-hmm. I think I can do. So a lot of it, a lot of the time when I first came here was me trying to be what they wanted wow. and not just trying to make myself better and making them like me kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so finally, when I got to the point where I realized I just got to do me and I started getting better at that, that was a lot of development time that I could have spent. You know, getting better. If I, for example, if I would have stayed in Florida, uh, so one reason why I stayed was because of that. Where I was like, what if I move to Chicago and I restart? And now since things are popping and I have be- better opportunities to have like longer shows, longer sets, and more better types of gigs, what if I just stay, get better, become the big fish in this pond, and then move to a new area? And I talked it out with my fam, and they were like, my brother. He gave me good advice. He was just like, you're trying to. Leave to go climb another mountain when you haven't even finished climbing the one you're on. And I was mm. just like
3: read me. Right. Wow. Read the
2: fuck out of me. And that's
0: I, and I was like, Where oh and God, it was It was deep. weird hearing wisdom like that from my brother because my brother, four years older, uh smart guy, he's been uh been through a lot, I always listened to his advice. Well, he's a grown ass man who wears jeans with flip flops, so it's just—it's just hard. In mean, Florida, like, yeah, right? it's in Florida, but like where's like shorts if you're gonna wear flip flops. Yeah, if you're no, wearing jeans. You're right, no I hear you. Like if I can't see your shins, but right. I can see your toes. Your toes
2: it's a little... <laughs> That's a new rule. That's right. That's law. That's law right there. Like, there's,
0: and there's no beach nearby. Like <laughs> we're no in a Walmart, and I can see your toes.
2: Yeah. No real. <laughs>
0: So it just, it was like, okay, I gotta listen to you. Do you
2: feel like it's harder to be funny in Seattle than it was to be in Florida? Because I know we're very PC. Like, we're very, very PC here. What is PC? Can you explain? Politically correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like, you know, you can't be, I mean, at least from the instances that I have been introduced to the comedy scene through them, like, I feel like everybody's very appropriate. And like, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can be funny mm. and not be inappropriate and hurt anybody's feelings. You're in, really funny.
0: In my opinion, one thing I've learned, and in my, and I mean, definitely correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like complaining about comedy being PC is kind of lazy, mm-hmm. only because, in my opinion, you could still talk about the topics uh, that you want to talk about. You just have to work harder on making people laugh at it. So, like, if there's a subject that's taboo. Depending on what about the subject that you're trying to make fun of, you can still talk about it. It just makes you actually think about what the joke is really really about. Mm. And I feel like here, like, for example, like moving. I admit when I first moved here, uh, bitch was like a regular word in my vocabulary. And then, you know, I would say it on stage and people would always tune out and not like it. And at first I was like, oh, man, you know, Seattle people just for some reason, they're just too uptight. And then I realized this joke doesn't need this word. word at all. I'm just saying it for the sake of saying it. I'm trying to tell myself, no, there's a reason why I'm saying it. This is the the way I am. And I was like, no, there's no reason. So, like, in my opinion, because of that, I, like, everyone likes to hate on PC comic when it's really just like... I love that. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's definitely moments where, like you're doing it like i could go on stage and i just say the word black and audiences tense up and it's like you don't even know why you're offended kind of thing (laughs) so yeah
1: there's definitely still that element
0: yeah but i think
1: seattle makes you more critical of your comedy like you have to critically analyze your comedy before someone else can which in my Mm -hmm. opinion i agree with chris here just dubbing it pc because i think we went through a couple years me and you and a couple other community like we've seen our community change yeah right when it came to this kind of hyper-masculine, like, Boys Club and shit like that. And it's, you know, the rise of these, like, rooms just like uh, Comedy Nest and whatnot. It was originally called the Comedy Womb. And there was a lot of drama of just a female-focused room, right? It rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And just to call Seattle comedy, like, PC, no. We become more engaging with the audience. We break down our comedy even better, which mm-hmm. is going to make us a more interesting comic and artist, really, when we go travel around, if we get the opportunity.
3: Do you feel like... um <laughs> Across the board, I mean, I watched like Dave Chappelle's newest (laughs) special Mm -hmm. on Netflix. Wait,
1: which one? Because he had like four come out.
0: The
3: newest one, where I think it was his last one. Okay, Um, okay, the one he
0: dropped on New Year's Eve or something. I think so. And he was like, he went on
3: a whole tangent about like the transgender person who like or a trans a person left a note about a joke he made about um, transgender people, and he was talking about like. I never feel like a rule I have is that I never feel bad about what I say. Kept on going and was like, I felt bad that I made someone else feel bad, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. or like I made someone else feel like that. Um, Do you feel like across the board, the raunchiness of comedy is like still a core and like that's something that people should kind of like accept? Or -hmm. do you feel like comedy should be going in this like political correct direction? And like that's something that audiences should like be valid, feel valid for like expecting because I feel like there's like two different types of ways that like, people think that you know right i
1: think when it comes to comedy <clears throat> it's not excuse gonna, you man thank you for always having my <laughs> back you know what i'm saying no you're yo you're the basis of my life
0: uh i wish i could say
1: the same well
3: the basis of we'll, my life. we'll <laughs> talk about this later okay yeah,
1: we, <laughs> all right anyway sorry anyway about. when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to comedy i feel like if you're going on stage you kind of have your own i want to i don't want to say moral compass but you have mm-hmm. your own personality and how you view things right so you're You said something about raunchiness. I don't think comedy has a raunchiness to it, but I mean, humanity is always raunchy and we're all human beings. Mm. So you write your comedy, you do your comedy. You don't have to follow what other people say, like, hey, I like this joke, right? But don't do that one. That's not great. Because if you live your life like that, even not being a comedian, it's no way to live because you're just going to be a show of yourself, right? So I think having a respect for yourself and the art that you put out into the world is one thing, but you have the opportunity to be raunchy and to be yourself because I'm a nice guy. I have a 401k, but I can still be raunchy on stage. You have a 401k? I have a 401k.
3: What? Uh, get I the I love fuck that out. that's like the right. level of like, I'm, I'm a human. <laughs> I made <mean> it. <laughs> I can like, cash that shit out whenever right. I fucking want White to. White people,
1: I middle management right now. Okay, how you
2: feel? I have a four hundred one k too. Okay. Hey, <laughs> shout. <laughs> out. I really don't. I really don't. Oh. Have Chris. you ever like learned a very important lesson through your comedy? Like, have you ever had, like a really awful performance where you learned something very valuable? Oh yeah, all the time. Oh, that, and that's
0: and that's something that you'll like. No matter how good you are, you will always have a bad set that will make you be like, oh, I'm not good, or yeah. or something that like you really learn a lot, like. I remember, when was the last, like, real bomb
1: set that I had? I I have several. Ooh. I mean, I have several, <laughs> but, like, I'm just trying to think of one. Like, between. the worst one? Because yeah. for me, I think the worst one was, Hannah, I probably told you this, and Chris, you already know this, but you haven't heard I it. I haven't. <laughs> and our listeners
3: haven't. Our listeners definitely so, haven't.
1: I thought it was hot shit, right? I was doing comedy, and uh, I started out in Evergreen, right, which is in Olympia, Washington, very much, if you want to say, Seattle's PC— Come to Olympia. We can outdo the PC by three. Okay? Like, this <laughs> shit is very PC. But I was killing it. I thought it was hot stuff, right? I still had not performed in Seattle yet. And the number one place I wanted to perform, Seattle Underground. Wow. I was a sweet, fresh face 21. What What'd you say, Chris? Comedy Underground. It's the comedy underground. Legally, LLC, the Seattle Comedy Underground. Yeah.
3: Well, we're, we're talking about being PC. <laughs> Yeah, anyways man. please continue
1: I don't know if I can because <laughs> Chris is just you know we're <laughs> just going to be dramatic again like that I'm going to fight you later
2: Wow. I wanted. This to- <laughs> is like parallel no, relationship. <laughs> <like, laughs> no, they literally check in with you. Like, I mean, if if, if Chris, if you agree, you know, like, <laughs> I'm so surprised at how much you guys are actually like a thing. That's very. Wait, cute. okay. I want to know how you bombed.
3: Yes, okay, yeah, so yeah.
1: I do. I, the next week, because I had a job working up here at CenturyLink Field, I was like, you know what? I'm staying with my parents, like mostly every weekend working. I'll go to the Comedy Underground next week, right? And I'm just getting off of doing 10 minutes. I'm like, that's oof. I'm about to be fuck Chappelle. I'm better than him. This nigga sucks. I go up, I do the open mic. They're like, "Hey, good job! You made people laugh. Uh, come back, come back. Uh, you know, Tuesday." So I, you know, I hit up my school. I'm like, "Hey, can't make it. Sorry, bro." And then <laughs> I, I miss class to do the callback show. I kill that. I get asked, hey man, you wanna do the Wednesday kind of uh, like showcase kind of thing of Seattle's best? I'm like, wow, this is so you like struck it out of the park this for the is first my, time. This is my, well, at the Comedy Underground. The Seattle Comedy Underground, Chrissy Poole. I mean, <laughs> Seattle is just comedy underground. Chrissy wazels. Just... I go. I go to school Baby, the next I hate when day. We fight. I love it. I go to school the next day, do my time at school, take the three hour bus back from Olympia to Seattle. Right. Wow. I do my set, and I, before I go up, I'm like, psh, so this is it, right? This is when I'm not broke anymore. Like, <laughs> wow, I might, I might have to. Dr- I actually had like the dumb thought in my head. I was like, I might not have to go to school. Like, if I can get a writing gig right after this, like, psh, Huffington Post. Like, I, I thought I was
3: right. You, were, you were gassing yourself. Yeah. Like, I was, and also in my head,
1: I was like, oh yeah, I want the Huffington Post money. Like, yeah, that's where it's, that's where it's at. I get on stage. And for some odd reason, it's like very hot. Maybe the AC broke. I remember getting up there like, how y'all doing tonight? <laughs> and no one makes a sound. And I'm supposed to get up there for 10 minutes. They give us light at like seven and a half, eight minutes, right? I'm like, okay, all right, y'all. And I was doing this thing where I kept kind of like going like ha, okay yo <laughs> all right <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> and it was you very- were basically
0: doing the impression that like a white comic does about a deaf jam comic that's <laughs> basically what you were doing have you
3: ever yes. seen
1: blackface in blackface
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that buddy you. <laughs>
1: my nigga it was bad and this is the worst part what was the second worst part there was I was bombing, I kept doing my Ethiopian material, like, damn, our food's so good. <laughs> just <laughs> stupid shit, people were like going
3: <laughs> Like, purposely? Yeah, Because no one was really like, Not
1: even purposely, people were just like, they were like, oh, I can't laugh, so some, my body's gonna make another noise. <laughs> and I remember, like, I said one thing, and then the crowd went, "Oh." like they felt bad for me, and went, <laughs> don't feel bad about that. And I looked to my left, and on stage, I see, like, a group of white women. There's three of them. I go, damn, look at these white women. They're tripping, huh? Oh, no. Apropos of nothing. They didn't do nothing.
0: They didn't Yo, you anything. made the worst mistake you could do on stage, which is attack a white woman. That is the worst thing. Not just one.
1: A group of... A pack of them? <laughs> uh, Come on, Why man. You is that the worst a thing? A field of them.
0: Well, just, like... 'Cause uh like I remember uh, Yeah, hot seat, yeah. There's this, this one comic, uh, Jack Knight was in town and <laughs> he got heckled by a white woman in the crowd. And usually in that situation where if someone's heckling you or being rambunctious, you as the comic are in the right because it's like there's a show going on. Mm-hmm. But then when he started to I don't wanna say attack, but basically like, Hey yo, can you stop being dumb the crowd instantly started rallying with her. Yeah. Mm. Even though what he was saying, what he was doing wasn't wrong. Or he wasn't saying anything mean or offensive. Everyone was already like. He's it, a
1: loud black man. Yeah. It was
0: It was basically mm-hmm. the image of like a black man attack. Verbally attacking yeah. a white woman. Uh, but anyway. Sorry. Continue. No, no.
1: I did that. And then there was only two black people in the audience that I could see. And they were sitting up front. And they were sweating. I could see the sweat on the head. And I was internally sweating too. And I saw both of them cross their hands at me and look at me like disapprove like they felt bad for me and then I pointed at them I go y'all feel me y'all know what I'm talking about (gasps) he doesn't make a move he's stoic the lady next to him though she's sweating too they're uncomfortable she looks at me she nods her head nope she didn't say nothing. She just like, I'm just. Well, that's like, the ultimate. Bottom. Sweetie, oh I'm my disappointed. God. I've never had cold chills like that in my life. Like, I've had the flu. I'm a getting secondary
2: times. embarrassment for I feel you. I you. Oh I left the stage
1: without saying my name. I bounced so fast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they said, Who was that guy? <laughs>
1: they went, I hope he never does this again. I'm like, huh?
2: Oh my God. Wow. How long was it before you got back on stage?
1: I think three weeks.
2: Oh. <laughs>
3: but i think that's a good i think that's a good example though like you're still here right you're still here and you're still doing it and like (laughs) i'd love to hear from both of you like when you have those bombs or when you have those moments of failure Mm -hmm. like what pushes you to go on stage again or like what pushes you to push through the failure instagram
0: twitter what chris like (laughs) so because i just remembered my story please Uh, go uh, so thanksgiving of this last year uh I go to Philly to visit family. I have family there. And I was like, you know, I'm going to be in Philly. Why don't I just take the train to New York and do some shows? And I hit up this comic who used to be in uh, Florida. He's now in New York. He hooked me up with some shows. And the first show I did, I did decent. Um, the crowd wasn't good. Uh, they were, like, very drunk and rambunctious. Uh, but then the the second show, I remember my cousins and my aunt, we all got, like, brunch together. And they're like, so we hear that, you know, you're doing shows. Can we come? And I was like, well, you know, I don't, I've do never been to the venue. I don't know what the show's like. So I just don't want to invite you. And then, uh, you know, it's not a good show. And then you're just right. going to hate me for every family reunion that we have. Valid. And I was like, well, here's the details. And if you come and it's not good, you know, I warned you. So this is on you. Uh, but they come and it was a cool venue. It was like in the back of a bar, but it was like kind of like a little mini theater kind of room. Mm-hmm. So it was a great setup. But then uh, one of my cousins and her uh, boyfriend got there, like, super early. So they were the only audience members. And then these two ladies from Europe came. And then the show started. And it was just them. Wait, what? And, yeah, (laughs) because it was, like, it was just, it was in the back of the room. And I guess people weren't really wanting to, like, come to a comedy show. They were just rather just be in New York. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it. Yeah, I feel it. (laughs) So when the show started, and I was the first one up, uh... I, I go on stage and I'm confident. I'm like, you know, even though it's a small crowd, I, I can make them laugh. And there's a bu- all of the comics are in the room. So, like, you know, I'll impress them and I'll show them, you know, I'm just this kid from Seattle. And, like, look at look <laughs> at me all hot shit. And uh, my jokes are not working <laughs> at all.
3: <laughs> not even and your cousin? Your cousin didn't do, like, the they fake ki-
0: laugh? They kind of laughed. But then after my first bit, uh, my aunt, uncle, and my other cousin finally showed up. Yeah. And then they see the rest of my set and I just I eat shit like I do not do well. And I remember afterwards, I just felt so depressed because I was like, not only did I not do well in front of my family, one out of all of my family, they're the ones who are like my biggest fans. Like they're always listening to everything I like, any oh, podcast yeah. that I post, or they're always like liking my posts about comedy. They always ask me about comedy w- whenever they come yeah. for Christmas and stuff. So it was like I was bombing in front of them, and what it made it even worse was that I was bombing, and majority of the crowd was them. Like they they were oh, shit. the crowd.
2: Okay, I have a clear picture now with
0: two extra people, oh. and then the rest were comics. And then I knew. Oh, wait,
1: hold on. Wait, hold on. Family. (laughs) Yeah, it was family. Two Europeans. Two Europeans, and and then comics. comics, And then one of the comics
0: being a guy who I did comedy with in Florida who stuck his neck out uh, to get me spots on his show. And so it was just like I was disappointing everybody. And I remember right after that, like I just wanted to. Like just, I just wanted to go up to the guy who I stayed with, be like, "Hey, what's the roughest neighborhood you can take me to?" <laughs> so I can just get stabbed or something. I need a different form of pain to make me then forget about the, yeah, this oh pain God. right now. And
3: that's an interesting way of coping. Uh, and the we way talk I'm, about that, after. yeah, no, was, like definitely.
0: And I guess the way I got over it was because it was definitely the train ride I had to take back from New York to New Jersey. Was sad for two reasons. One, I just bombed, and two, I was going to New Jersey. And I remember sitting like on my train seat. And when I was taking the train to New York, it was like I was listening like music that I was listening like old Kanye, like getting amped up, like Kanye before he made it. So I was just like, "Yeah, I'm in your same shoes, Kanye." And then when I was coming back, I was listening to Yeezus because I was just angry. I was just angry, upset, and I was depressed because like my whole life, I've never been the af. I've never been the athlete. I've never been smart. Like I never read books, really. Uh, you, I look would smart. Just,
2: you look smart. You look smart. with the, the glasses. glasses. It's yeah. the glasses. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. 100% the glasses.
0: Uh, but like I was always the kid growing up where I made jokes in class and I played video games. Like that's the kid I was growing up. So, like, on the train ride right back, I was just like, yo, I'm not funny.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm going to go on Twitch. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a that's, video game kid. that's
0: the, well, like, I, like, <laughs> I never have time to do that anymore. Yeah. So, it's not even like I could do that. Because, like, to be someone on Twitch, you have to, like, stream, like, all day, every day. Yeah. And I'm not about that. Uh, so, I was just sitting in my chair. I was just like, yo, my whole life I've always been the funny person. And then now, what if I'm realizing I'm not funny? And it was just, like, that identity crisis of, like, what wow. if my whole life... I thought this was my purpose, and it's not actually my purpose. Well, what's the even the point of life kind of thing? but then I just kind of I just kind of realized that like you can't like you learn more from a bad set than a good set, mm-hmm. and what that taught me was one, I was not where I thought I was, two, I definitely wasn't ready for New York, and three, the only way I could kill that feeling was to get good enough where then when I come back, they're like, damn, like.
1: You become undeniable
0: yeah yeah basically After a failure that feels so what good. motivated me to get back on stage was to basically get good enough where I proved them wrong. Mm-hmm. like every assumption they have of me was like Chris is shit like he's he's nothing. I'm not gonna stick my neck out again to get him shows. and the next time they see me they're like, all right, you know what? He Like, he learns from his mistakes, mm. and that impresses people more than, like, oh, I saw you the second time and you were funny. Like, him seeing – like, the guy who I came up with, like, if he sees and he's like – he took he
1: took his fall and he actually did something with it. That's what motivated
0: me. to So go that's
2: on how stage. you do that. That's how yeah. you do it. That's how you I have a question
1: for y'all. Have, have <laughs> okay. y'all gone through something similar? Like not necessarily through. Tay, hey, you're you're <laughs> looking <laughs> off into the distance. <laughs> I don't
3: want to go. Okay, so what was what's, it what's like, the question? What's when the question? it
1: comes to failure, like mm-hmm. what's your biggest failure? I guess when it comes to the realm of not just like you know, podcasting, but like yeah. something incredibly embarrassing when it comes to a passion of yours. And how did you get back from that? Hannah, you y- can go home. you as well
2: okay well this is gonna be like a really stupid example but abraham for like my 21st birthday got me like a bunch of really cool presents but then he also got me this book that was like the onion like it was like this this like Mm -hmm. big book about the onion like different articles they wrote and i love satire and i also really like writing and i was having a very hard time coming to the conclusion that i wanted to work in comedy and i didn't want to go to law school and so abraham like Got me luckily, my lovely brother got me this like really cool job. and uh, not job because with a job you get paid, an internship of some sort. Um, with Alyssa and a couple of people where I got to like work as like a production assistant kind of thing for like their show that they were doing. And I got to help read scripts and stuff and it was amazing. And then like with all this gas that these really great comedians kept giving me, I went and <laughs> did a thing at the rendezvous. They have like this on Saturdays they have stand up shows where you can go. And you have no shout out to
1: to Naked Brunch.
2: Shout out to Naked Brunch, amazing! Like if you're even thinking about doing comedy, you should really go. It's it's amazing. But it's basically
0: uh, for those listening, it's an open mic where you don't do prepared material at all. So you just basically riff and talk and like just say shit, and it's a lot of fun. It's it's on Saturdays, Saturdays, three thirty. Yep, three thirty
2: on Saturdays. So one of those Saturdays at three thirty, I went and I performed, and I'm sure nobody remembers this, but it was. (laughs) <laughs> the most nerve-wracking and awful thing I've ever done in my life. Like, oh. it was <laughs> terrible. I'm not. No, no, 100%. Oh, really? Yeah, no, even when it was, like, a bunch of familiar faces, I was still like, this is terrible so I bombed and then you know I realized I would never do that again but I was really interested in writing for people like that because when mm-hmm. it comes to actual delivery I cannot mm-hmm. I can't read people's faces I don't like seeing the crowd I don't like the crowd like yeah. you know you could get like a bad batch if you get like a bunch of like really like what if you got like a I don't know like a Gregorian choir or something like you know as you're that's
1: a good way to put it what is Gregorian no 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 <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, you know. it's like a religious or like a uh, country like Georgian
2: yeah
1: no, no. <laughs> damn I'm stupid man. <laughs> just a bunch
2: of like really stoic people who don't like to laugh you know like um, so basically yes that was my humbling experience and I realized what I really wanted to do but I would never ever again so I guess that wasn't actually a great example of what, <laughs> what we're talking about
3: I think that was a good example yes like, can you like so have you done anything since
2: yeah I've been right. like I mean I'm helping mm-hmm. them with their sketch show now which is really fun but I'm just yeah I will do that for the rest of time but yeah. I will never get back on stage I realized what my niche was but you tajanae
3: no i um i think we should just wrap up yeah. um, <laughs> i think it was a great hey,
2: Shana, show oh, you want to wrap that. up when no. we got to no. talk about your failure one last thing
0: we all poured our hearts and i souls know this is out. so
3: great i'm just you and know you're feeding. just gonna end
0: on the note where you look like you're shining all the time that's just
3: I, oh okay you're right um <laughs> i fail you a, did a quick one a quick one um i would just say there's one summer i had an internship um i got this internship kind of almost just based on knowing someone and yeah. them kind of just plugging me. And um, the internship was with the Seattle Seahawks. And so what? I thought I was like hot shit. I was like, oh, I'm about to kill this. You that summer. I'm dope, whatever, right? I get there and I was like, I am not shit. I know nothing. And these people are looking at me like I'm a child. And I, why I felt like I failed and what why that summer was so hard is because I felt like I, that was a, that was a time when I was like, I'm never again doing something or letting someone else just like hand me an opportunity and be like, you're only, like, you're only here because someone else like gave this opportunity to right. mm-hmm. Like for me, that was a moment That's where how I was I like, felt, yeah. that was a moment where I was like, from now on, like I'm proving myself no matter what, you know? And like, I was in so many rooms where people just looked at me like I wasn't, mm-hmm. like you bring nothing to the table besides mm-hmm. the fact that you were like you were asked to be here or something you know and so i don't know it's just like an example of for me that was a moment where i was like okay um i need to work and from now on like i need to prove myself and that's the that's how i want to earn what i you know your value and your worth so short example in my opinion the
0: best the best form of revenge is proving someone wrong exactly that's the best and like that's what motivates me is like proving anyone who's like who knew me in college or anything like that I was like oh he wasn't funny and then like they see me do like things now and they're like oh he's popping off like he's actually yeah. taking the seat like that's the best form
1: of revenge
3: and i feel like moral of all of everyone's stories here is like you have stay to
1: black. <laughs> stay
3: black <laughs> you have to be black brown only on the way yes
1: um <laughs> <Colored>. bnb um-
3: <laughs> <laughs> moral of the story all of us like i think in order to improve in order to grow in order to know how to become better, we have to fail and we have to be in uncomfortable and sad listening to Jesus on a bus to New Jersey. Like mm-hmm, you just mm-hmm, have to mm-hmm. go through those moments to be That's like right. I have to humble my I've been humbled. Sometimes you have to humble yourself and I don't yeah. know, like I just feel like those moments are the moments when you're like
0: Oprah got fired. Right. Michael Jordan didn't make that basketball team. One more. Go. Um they changed in fifth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, what a better! What, what? Yes. We gotta leave Perfect. it at that. We gotta Perfect. leave it at that. Thank you guys so much.
3: Wait, can you look. shout out where can we find you? Listen to your own podcast. Yes, your yeah. Stoop King, plug so,
2: yourself. You, you can listen to
0: our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Google Play. Uh, just look up the Stoop Kings. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at the Stoop Kings. Also, like us on Facebook. That's right. Uh, we need. We don't really do a lot with our social media, but we need to.
1: We will and. Chris, where, where can people follow you on social media? Uh, if you
0: like the things I say and the way I say it, you should follow me at Topher Mejia, T-O-P-H-E-R-M-E-J-I-A on Twitter and Instagram. Uh,
1: that would be great. All right. Thanks for asking. Oh, I got a a website, chrismihio.com. Oh, my God.
2: Abraham, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at oldabraham, spelled like Abraham, okay? Get it right. Twitter, that's just for me and my family, okay?
2: It's at oldabraham on Twitter as well. Oh, my God. And Tay, where can they find you? You can literally (laughs) at Tay McKenzie on everything.
1: (laughs) Wait, (laughs) on everything?
2: Literally everything. Love it. Besides Facebook. 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 Don't do not do force. square. Hannah, what's yours? <laughs> it's at, oh, hey, Hannah. My Twitter got deleted, so now it's an <gasps> actual O. What? Oh, God, I got into a fight with a white woman. It was a whole thing. But Next episode, we Next are episode. opening with that. But, um, quick shout out. If you guys are looking for something to do during this upcoming black history month there's a pop-up shop on sunday february the 18th from 5 to 8 p.m at the hillman city observatory on rainier avenue south pull up and support your local black businesses if you're interested contact farida at indohorun and or ahalam at ahalam rocks thank you guys for coming out this is alas and a big quick shout out to our producer on twitter and that is the episode. That wraps so now, it up. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
3: bye. Bam.